Welcome to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. I'm Tanya Morgan and today I'm Chris Preston, who's the Professor of Weed Management from the University of Adelaide. We're sitting in the lobby of the Mildura Grand Hotel. We're here for a project meeting on area-wide weed management. Hi Chris, how are you going? I'm going well. Very good. Are you ready to talk about weeds? I'm always ready to talk about weeds, Tanya. I thought you might be. That's really good because we're talking about a few key weeds that are an issue across a whole pile of different industries because we're all about area-wide weed management. So we want lots of different industries controlling the same sort of weeds so we get a really good result. So what weeds are the particular issue that we're discussing? I think for this area, probably the Big weeds are the weeds which we get glyphosate resistant. That's going to be fleabane, which we already have it in, ryegrass, which we already have it in, and there's other weeds coming along behind that. Weeds like south thistle, where we're just starting to pick up some glyphosate resistance. And the reason why these are, are, are the weeds we need to worry about is because everybody in the landscape uses glyphosate. So it's not a case that it just becomes a problem for one person, one weed manager if you get glyphosate resistance. It starts to become everybody's problem because everybody's using the herbicide. One of the things we've talked about over the last couple of days is that these weeds are highly dispersive. How far they're moving, why they're such an issue? We'll start with fleabane, which is an obvious one. Everybody will have noticed it on the sides of roads and fence lines, lip paddocks and so on. And it's got that small fluffy seed and those seeds blow. Now, a lot of that seed might move a few hundred metres, a kilometre or so in a year. But some of it can move a lot further depending upon how high it gets picked up in the atmosphere. But these plants produce lots and lots of seed. So even if you only get a small amount of seed moving a long distance, it actually can have a fairly big impact. South thistle, another weed that's got windblown seeds, they're a bit bigger on south thistles, so they tend not to go as far. But they can also, because they're bigger, they can get picked up on things that are moving. We notice that south thistle seeds will move in things like hay, for example. Ryegrass. Ryegrass is a bit different in that, yes, we get seed movement, and we have seed movement in hay. We might have seed movement if you've got irrigation channels where it's going to move in the water. But ryegrass has pollen and that pollen can move a long way. When we're talking about something like glyphosate resistance, the gene for glyphosate resistance is actually moved with the pollen. So you don't even have to have the plant go. What you've got to do is have the pollen go. I guess we've spoken a lot about herbicide resistance and how one farmer might be doing something great, but because these weeds move, if your neighbour's having issues with herbicide resistance, it is still your problem. That's right. So where you've got, particularly around boundaries, we know that resistance will easily cross those boundaries. Particularly on one side, management is not as good. And that's really because they're producing so much and all you need to do is to have a year where you just don't get control of the weeds and you can suddenly build up a seed bank in a very fast time with these weeds. So that's the problem really is almost a year-to-year problem rather than something that you're going to just going to build within a year. So you'll have nothing this year. Next year, suddenly you'll have a problem. We've been running these uh, trials for a couple of years on area-wide weed management in the Sunraysia region. The first year we did them over summer, we had a terrible drought. We couldn't find any fleabane. And in 2020, coming off of a good season, plenty of fleabane everywhere. And I think maybe it doesn't stay front of mind for some people until they see it in the paddock. There are a number of different groups 
involved in the project. So we've got some work happening up in the Darling Downs. They're focused on roadsides. There's also some work happening in the Riverina region and they're focused on channel banks. But here in the Sunraysia, we're focused on broadacre people being next door up against horticulture and the issues and the implications of weed management with those two systems next to each other. They're both using glyphosate. So why are we seeing what we're seeing? I think that we're seeing what we're seeing because everybody's using glyphosate. So mm -hmm. if you've got a weed that's mobile and it's in a um, broadacre paddock one year, farmers gone out and done a summer spray with glyphosate and they start to select for resistance and then it blows over the fence into a, a horticultural system where glyphosate's being used under the trees, for example, and they're selecting for resistance and then it can blow back again. And so even if one of those farmers is not using glyphosate all the time and we encourage farmers to rotate their herbicides, these weeds can get selected all the time because they're moving between those environments. And I think that the real secret to the future management of some of these weeds is to actually try and make sure they don't move as much. And when we start thinking about what can we do to stop weeds moving, we can do our usual hygiene stuff for weeds that might move in hay or, or with animals that you're bringing onto your property. But for windblown weeds, hygiene doesn't work as well. And so I think there we have to, we actually have to turn this on its head and go, well, the best way that we can actually manage these weeds is to stop them setting seed. So if you stop the weeds on your property from setting seed, that means that they're not gonna to blow to your neighbours. And therefore it doesn't matter now that your neighbour's gonna select for resistance because he hasn't got any of your weeds. And if your neighbour does the same thing and stops the weeds on his property from setting seed, then they're not gonna blow back into your property. And we're gonna actually stop that cycle of selection by movement across property boundaries. And so I think that might be probably the best thing we can do about these windblown seed weeds is to make sure that we've got our own management operating, that we've got control of these weeds when they come onto our property and therefore they're not then gonna move off our property again. That's a really good point because when you've got horticulture next to Broadacre, we have different priorities. We're seeing different priorities in those farmers. They harvest at different times of year. They just, they're busy at different times of the year. So they're using glyphosate at different times of the year and in different ways. But if they focus on what they're doing on their own farm, they don't have to worry about area-wide weed management. They just have to worry about their neighbour. Yeah, I really love that approach. The be a good neighbour and stop the spread of weeds. Yeah, I think that's really going to, for some of these weeds that we've been talking about, is really going to help because they are right through the environment. And so if everybody who has them helps stop seed set, then we're gonna have less of those weeds. And one of the things that we do see is when we have a drought for some of these weeds like flea bane, if we don't have spring rain, we hardly see any, it's all around channels and roadsides where water is. And farmers don't then have it, get a bit complacent, oh, I didn't have it last year. And then suddenly the next year it rains in spring and they've got the weeds again. Mm. So just reducing the total population in the environment means that we won't also get those catches you out because you didn't have it last year problems. Yeah, that's a good point. We've got another 12 months left on this project. What are the key things we need to be focusing on? I think a lot of what we need to focus on around this is how do we actually do that better weed management that we're talking about? What are the tactics that different users can do to make sure that they do get control of these weeds. And one of the things we know that in the broadacre space, we've got this focus on double knocks for things like flea bane control and ryegrass control. The farmers actually have these strategies for doing it. Over in the horticulture space, we just haven't had that same need 
to manage these weeds in quite the same way. So I think the techniques are all there. We just need to borrow them from rural mm. acre and bring them into horticulture. Yeah, and I think we're also looking at doing some more work with optical sprayers, really pushing the technology to help broadacre farmers that have got their head around good glyphosate management and spraying summer weeds and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, lots to look forward to with the project. Thanks very much for joining us, Chris. We hope to get you back here pretty soon and talk about some other weeds. Okay, that'd be great. Thanks, Tanya. Excellent. This project is supported by the Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment with funding from the Rural R&D for Profit Program the GRDC and the Cotton RDC. Thanks for joining us. If you want to hear more, like and subscribe to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. Catch you later.